Amadi suffered more than an electrical shock when he touched that ancient device. There was a transfer of molecular nanobots involved. Fascinating little things way beyond our technology. After entering his body, they migrated to Amadi's brain, multiplying themselves first in the prefrontal cortex and the hippocampus. Those are areas associated with decision-making, so I think they're designed to control him by pushing him into decisions favored by the programming. Then maybe directly later, once they have sufficient numbers. You didn't realize anything was wrong at the time? I don't know how I missed it. I do know. You were too damn absorbed in your precious research to care about your patient. I had to beg you to even glance at him for a second. I... I thought what I was doing was more important. So you not only sacrificed your patient, but helped sabotage our chance at defending ourselves. I didn't anticipate... Is there anything you can do to remove these nanobots or suppress them? I, I don't know. It's going to take a lot of research. Time is a luxury we're running out of very fast. Let's hope Judge Lee can buy us a little more. QuietPlease.org presents 253 Matilda. In the early 22nd century, the crewed asteroid 253 Matilda left the solar system on an interstellar mission. Generations later, after 114 years, a new star system stretches out in front of them. Episode 13, Launch. We can provide you with transportation back to your home planet. This asteroid is our home. We've lived our whole lives here. Our parents lived their whole lives here. Leaving primitives with the power to destroy planets or dictate terms to the galaxy is not an option. We have no intention of using 253 Matilda as a weapon. We'll do whatever we can to prove that we're peaceful explorers. You cannot guarantee the behavior of those who have not yet been born. We're aware of the history of your home planet, where explorers have usually been followed closely by conquerors. We've changed. No doubt you believe that. It's irrelevant. The consequences of a mistake are so high that the risk cannot be allowed. There is no scenario in which you will be allowed to maintain control of an asteroid capable of relativistic velocities. If we were to surrender our engines, would you leave us alone? Then we could not prevent you from building new engines. As long as you have access to Club Knight, you're an unacceptable threat. Club Knight? The special ore you found deep within your asteroid, which enabled your sudden acceleration. Our ancestors left a tracking device in your asteroid precisely because the ore made it a potential threat. You will not be allowed to remain in possession of this controlled substance. So why did you agree to these negotiations? When negotiating your surrender, 
We have no wish to inflict any loss of life if it can be avoided. Peters, is the ship ready to launch? Almost. Get me another day. That's going to cut it really close. Is there any point to launching? Can the ship outrun them? With all the fuel mass from the tanker, the initial acceleration can't outrun them. But when they see it slowing down instead of speeding up, and they calculate the fuel burn rate, hopefully they'll decide it's harmless. That seems unlikely to me, but I still want it launched so we can divide their forces. He's coming around. What have you done with my husband? Is he still in there? What? Of course I'm in here. You're restrained and under guard. You're not going to escape. That's okay. I've already stopped you from waging war. If the mission is complete, release my husband. Get out of his brain. You're saying something's controlling my brain? Did you think you were kidnapping me and destroying our means of defending ourselves of your own free will? I thought I was saving lives. You were just thinking what the nanobots they put in your brain made you think. You'll understand when we get them extracted. I hate to say this, but the only ones who can extract the nanobots without destroying his brain are the aliens responsible for implanting them. Do you think they'd willingly release him? Yes. Not talking to you. They might, if he's finished his mission. Or maybe they don't like to do that sort of thing to people anymore. Remember, the designers of these nanobots lived many millennia ago. Let's hope they've developed some ethical guidelines in those years. I'm sure they have. They aren't monsters. They invaded my husband's brain to change his personality, make him commit sabotage, and make him abduct and shoot me. If that's not the behavior of monsters, I don't know what is. I've only done what needed to be done. You'll notice nobody's been killed. As far as I can tell from the scans, they haven't done anything permanent to him. I think it's designed to be possible to disable, but only by them. We do have one of the aliens on the surface, negotiating with Judge Lee. Should we ask them? Frankly, I don't have any other ideas that can come to fruition anytime soon. Yes, what is it? Judge, I have something to add to your negotiations. Ask them if they're willing to remove their nanobots from Amadi's brain. I hear you, human. I presume the Somali is the one who touched our monitoring device. Bring him here and I will be happy to restore him to his original state. Expect us in an hour. Hadn't you better clear that with the mayor? <laughs> you, of all people, asking me to go by the book and respect my superiors? How are you going to get him over there? Do you really think it's safe to release his restraints? I'll be holding a weapon on him the whole time. Do you expect me to believe you'd shoot me? You better. You already shot me. I won't flinch at doing it to you. If you won't allow the things controlling you to be removed, then my husband is worse than dead. And I'm sure he'd want me to put him out of his misery. 
stay two paces ahead of me, where I can see you. Affirmative. Okay, head out now. Judge? Yes, Flint? We're right outside. Have them open up their airlock. Works a bit different for them. You'll see momentarily. Wow, I can see what you mean. A whole section of bulkhead just went transparent, and I can see you in there. No airlock? No airlock, just walk through. There's an invisible field keeping the air in. You'll feel a little resistance, but it'll be easy to push through. Okay, Amadi, or whatever I should call you. You go through first. Never imagined anything like that. Our technology has been developing for 10,000 years longer than yours. Put like that, I guess it's a wonder you're not more advanced than you are. Now can you please give me my husband back? Remain here. I'll take him into the lab section. Amari, follow me. Any luck, Judge? Well, the good news is they don't seem to want to kill us. The bad news is they won't accept anything short of complete surrender and agreement to be taken to Earth. A pity they couldn't have made that offer decades ago when the Returnists were at their zenith. Ironic how gaining the ability to accelerate fast enough that we could have returned home easily is what convinced so many people to want to explore the galaxy instead. I've disabled most of their weapons to protect them, but I still need to blow up their reactor at the right moment to prevent them from throwing away a lot of lives on a feudal resistance. There's one other issue of concern as well. This spacecraft they possess. It'll be launched shortly, but it's no threat. It'll be decelerating for an exploration of the Tau Ceti system. We'd still like to make sure. Should I try to sabotage it? Not necessary. I believe we can address both our issues by having you stow away on board. You can tie into the ship's communication system to detonate the reactor at takeoff time, correct? Yes. Good. I'll supply you with an internal explosive which you can set off if the ship begins to present a threat or you're being ejected from it. So even if you're a captive, you'll still be able to take out the ship if you need to. Your mission will simply be to monitor until enough fuel has been used that the ship no longer presents any theoretical danger. At that time, your nanobots are to shut down and allow you to live whatever remains of your life without influence. Yes. Remain here until I get rid of the humans. Yes. Where is he? Is he himself? The removal process takes time, and I've sedated him for the duration. I suggest you return in twelve of your hours. He'll be himself then? In twelve hours, yes. Judge Lee, I recommend you also use this time to go confer with your mayor in person. 
impress upon her the superiority of our technology and the pointlessness of risking lives by resisting. I'll talk to her. This is it, the last goodbye. It's hard to believe. Believe it. You're not backing out? I need to do this. But I'm glad I didn't have to leave with you still missing, Marissa. Good luck, Dad. I wish I could be out there exploring new worlds with you. I wish I could say we'll be looking forward to your reports for the months we're in range, but it's not looking like we'll be given the chance. Well, at least the aliens are giving you your husband back. That's a start on relations. We can only hope for a last-second breakthrough. I hate long, touchy-feely goodbyes, so I'll be off now. I feel like my job would have been easier if these were heartless invaders set on power and wealth. Then I could maybe offer them something of value. But they're not like that. Oh? The thing is, I'm not sure they even see us as adults. We're irresponsible children running around with a dangerous toy. That's an interesting way to put it. (laughs) Well, it's infuriating. No matter what I say, I feel like they don't even hear me. Chief Sanders request entry. Come in. Chief Sanders? Mayor, before I begin, I need to tell you that I'm speaking on behalf of at least 50 people. I gather this isn't going to be a conversation I'll enjoy. Word has gotten out about the offer the aliens have made. That, if we surrender, we'll be taken back to Earth. I was afraid there'd be no way to keep that under wraps. Then I guess you know what I'm going to say. I've a pretty good idea. Some of us would eagerly volunteer for the chance to return to Earth. Others would rather stay here, but simply don't think this hunk of rock is worth dying over. I believe freedom is worth fighting for. Fine. You go on believing that. Just grant us the freedom to choose to go home willingly. We don't have anywhere near enough weapons for everyone anyway. I'll designate the Arboretum as a gathering place for those who wish to surrender, and I'll let our enemies know. Thank you, Mayor. at least some of your people have seen reason. They're a minority. You still have to deal with the rest of us. I've come up with a new offer. We'll allow you to leave observers with us who can ensure we don't become hostile, and who can signal for reinforcements if we do. You can even have a dead man switch, send troops to wipe us out if you don't hear from your people in a certain time. Unacceptable. Your current velocity, combined with the acceleration you're currently capable of, is already too great to intercept. But you did intercept us! We have many years head start thanks to the telemetry from our device beneath your surface, and the advantage of your not knowing we were coming until very recently. 
If we were starting from our home planet today, you could be across the galaxy before we could catch up. This is why our law says we must confiscate the threat without exceptions. You really aren't willing to offer any alternative besides a ride back to Earth? Because most of my people aren't going to accept that. For those who find going home so unpalatable, we can resettle you on an uninhabited world which suits your needs. We're explorers, not settlers. I don't think that's going to move the needle for anyone, but I'll let them know. Uh, by the way, how's Amadi? Tell his wife he's stabilized and sleeping, but it'll be a few more hours before she can see him. The rest is important to heal his brain. Okay, I'll let Marissa know. This is our war room for the moment, so I hope you don't mind the extra people. Just keep them to the side, please. Keep your instruments trained on their asteroid. What's the latest distance and velocity? 170 million kilometers, 2,700 kilometers per second and slowing. That's a little over the distance from the Earth to the sun. We've seen the shuttle they sent their negotiator in. Any idea when we'll see more, or how many more? We've identified what looks like a hangar on the optical and infrared scopes, but there's no way to know how many ships are in there until they come out. Ambassador One, are you ready? We've set up our positions in the designated corridors. We're relying on you. Mayor, what is our objective here? Realistically, we face a technologically superior force. The big unknown right now is numbers. If there are only a few of them, you might be able to stop them. If there are hundreds and you're overwhelmed, I'm not asking you to throw away your lives. Acknowledged. Mayor, we've got visual on a number of small crafts leaving the asteroid. Putting it on the big screen for you now. Tracking shows eight. No, 10 ships so far. How much time do we have? Should be about two hours until they land, assuming that's their objective. Peters, how's it coming? Marcus is on board. We're just going through the pre-flight checks now. We've got incoming ships, ETA, two hours. The sooner you can clear him for launch, the better. Dr. Stone, now would be a great time to hear you found a weakness in the alien physiology. I'm sorry, Mayor. I'm a doctor, not a miracle worker. Any idea where I can find a miracle worker? We need one of those in two hours. I'm sorry. We've evacuated the areas near the airlocks. We'll wait for as many of them as possible to come inside, then flush the air to those sections. If they get through that, Ambassador One's team will try to deal with them before they get too far in. Good plan. Let's hope they haven't anticipated it. Renata, have you thought about when you'll surrender? I don't plan to, Dad. This could be a no-win scenario. Life isn't some game where you get to reset and bring everybody back to life and try again. What are you saying, Dad? That we should surrender? We should fight until they show us we can't. We should resist as long as we have a chance, but no longer. We need to be prepared to recognize when the cause is lost. As long as we're alive, we have a chance. Exactly. If we get ourselves killed right away in a futile direct defense, we don't have a chance. But if we let them take us alive 
an opportunity might present itself later. What sort of opportunity? Who knows? And if no opportunity arises, at least we'll be alive and be taken back to Earth, if they're telling the truth about that. I'll think about it. You've got a little under two hours to think. Attention, people of 253 Matilda. This is the voice of the legitimate law Communication enforcement section. authority. Shut that off. Which will shortly confiscate We're the dangerous weapon in your possession. I don't know if how you wish to comply it. and be returned peaceably to your planet of origin. Coming now is the time to gather in the area you call the Arboretum. If you fail to do so, we cannot guarantee your safety. Flint, how the hell did they do that? I'm not sure, Mayor. Evidently, they got access to the speaker system. See to it that it doesn't happen again, even if you have to disable the system. Would that be wise to be unable to make an announcement in an emergency situation? If it's necessary, you'll do as you've been told. There's a swarm of small ships on their way. Looks like the invasion fleet should reach us in a bit over an hour. I gather everyone's agreed that I fly anyway. That's right. Good luck. Sounds like you guys need the luck more than I do. Listen, I'm, I'm reading a bit of an anomaly in the air processing system. What kind of anomaly? The air is cycling twice as fast as it should. Should I pull the system out to check for an intake sensor glitch? It can still handle that rate, and there's no time. You'll have to leave it for after you're underway. Understood. The rest of your pre-flight checks look good from here. What about on your end? All green. Then you're clear. Peters. Come in, Peters. You won't be hearing from them again. I just remotely detonated the reactor. You? How did you get on board? It's all right. Tie me up if you like. I do like. Time for you to get a taste of what you did to my daughter. Lucky I've got a lot of cables here. I wish I could take you back to the base. They haven't the power to run the airlock. Thanks to you. And I haven't got the time. Looks like you're coming with me. Peters, I'm pretty sure you can't hear me, but I'm proceeding with launch. Takeoff sequence initiated. I'll send you guys regular mission reports. I just hope there'll be somebody to hear them. You've been listening to 253 Matilda, Episode 13, Launch. Created, written, produced, and directed by Paul Neerim. Mission Specialist Salish Peters is David Loftus. Mayor Renata Matumbo is Kathleen Lee. Astronomy Chief Lawrence is James Lorenz. 
Apprentice Tojo is Gwyneth Knight. The aliens are Megan Schmidt and Jeff Robinson. Marcus Flint is Glenn Haskell. Detective Aranya Satang is Sova Rain. Detective Arash Amadi is Paul Neerum. Judge Lee is Rachel Pulliam. Chief Mech Larissa Flint is Lindsay Townsend. The mayor's father is Roger Arnold. Ambassador One is Microsoft Azure Neural Voice Eric. Dr. Stone is John Gauntz. Dr. Peters is Ahmad A.J. Judah. Communications Chief Marissa Flint is Virginia Hargrove. Chief Botanist Juliana Saunders is Aaron Summonsby. The announcer is Aaron Summonsby. Special thanks to our Kickstarter backer, Amari. Sound effects and music courtesy freesound.org, asoundeffect.com, freepd.com, and audionautics.com. This program is licensed for free reuse and redistribution. Hear more episodes at quietplease.org slash 253.